Greetings, fellow adventurers, and welcome to the Couple of Nerds podcast. I'm D&D Wife, the creator of dndwifestories.com, and your co-host. Joining me is the man behind the screen, my brilliant dungeon master, and also my husband, Egile. Say hi, Egile. Hey, everyone. Excited to be here sharing our nerdy adventures with all of you. Absolutely. So what's Couple of Nerds all about? Well, we're diving into the realms of Extraeus, sharing our experiences, playing D&D in our apartment, and exploring the intricate tapestry of relationships both in and out of the game. And we got some exciting segments for you all. From lore deep dives to crafting tips, artwork showcases, and relationship advice on and off the table, we've got a little bit of everything for every kind of adventurer. So whether you're a seasoned adventurer or a tabletop newbie, we invite you to join us today. Tune in, relax, and enjoy the magic of Couple of Nerds. May your roles be natural 20s and your adventures be legendary. Welcome, everyone, to our very first episode of Couple of Nerds, the podcast where we talk about everything nerdy, Dungeons and Dragons, crafts, all crammed into one tiny little apartment. Uh, I am your co-host, D&D Wife, and with me is my co-host, Dungeon Master Eguile. How's it going, everyone? <laughs> we are so glad to finally be doing this. I think we've been wanting to for a bit. We were just oh, maybe yeah. a little a little scared. <laughs> uh, it's tough, you know, talking in public. But I think it's really important to tell people about our unique experience. Uh, we do have an in-person table. And I think that's something that's very unique nowadays. Uh, not a lot of people have that. I mean, yeah, it's always kind of been my DM philosophy with that both in-game and out of the table is really important because when you're there sitting and you can see each other face-to-face, I mean, that's that's the connection you want to make when you're playing RPGs. Yeah, and it's super fun to get all excited, too, in a group. I think it's really important to share that in person as well. It's kind of difficult to do that over a screen to all be super excited. Plus, there's that fun of, you know, you and I being husband and wife and that extra little... Uh, fun that that creates in a D&D table. Uh, so that's going to obviously lead to some interesting and fun stories. Yeah, that'll be super fun to share. Uh, but let's talk a little bit of uh, who we are, why we're here. What are we doing? Right. <laughs> uh, as you know, I'm D&D wife. I am a player on this table. I'm also uh, Dungeon Master Eguile's wife. I paint, uh, I do all the miniature painting for the table, and I write the blog, dndwifestories.com. Uh, where I, you know, go over all of our adventures together as a table. Uh, I'm Eguile, uh, aforementioned Dungeon Master, as well as the husband. Uh, I've been running this table for about five years now. Um, just started off just with, like everyone, the intro to Pendelver and uh, got to learning. Uh, I also the main terrain crafter. I tend to be doing all the bigger projects. The DM table that I have and everything that I set up is pretty much created here in the apartment. And I like to show ways that even though you're in a small space, you can craft some pretty big stuff. And I'll be able to show that later on. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited to talk about how you can still have a really great looking table with terrain and everything, even though you're in a really small place. And you don't have to buy all the, the expensive stuff either. I mean, I'm using mat, like bed frame risers to hold my table up and it works and looks great. So there are very simple ways to have an excellent looking table for next to nothing. Exactly. And I'm, for one, am super happy to be sharing that with everyone, whoever might be listening. We're super excited for you. I mean, I mean, the whole reason we even got started with this was because of you. I mean, your curiosity and then, of course, watching Critical Role is what really got us started in all of this. That is true. I We started watching, a, a, you know, I think a, in 2018 is when we started watching Critical Role. It had been a few, it was already a few episodes in. 
Uh, yeah, I want to say we were like two, two, three months behind at least, but it was still when it was still on Geek and Sundry for sure. Yes, yeah, they were still there, uh, but but it was still fairly advanced. So uh, we got in and we had plenty of backlog to go through at that point. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, from the very first episode, we were hooked. Yeah, I mean, obviously the story-driven aspect of it we've always loved, and that was always something that really attached to us, but... Um, I think, yeah, it was just more of looking at that. Because at the time, we would have been playing mostly MMOs online. Shout out to Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, yeah. I mean, we'd been playing that for years. But just sitting on, you know, online talking to people, we didn't have that connection. Though we were playing with 12, 15 people at a time. Oh, yeah. So once we saw something that we could nerd out and <laughs> sit at home and be at our table and have snacks and play nerdy games, oh, sign us up. Oh, yeah. And we have never looked back after that. <laughs> it has just been all the indie all the way. Because we're really sorry because, I mean, you that one Christmas where, you know, you were pointing out Critical Role and I decided to sneakily buy you the Minds of Pendelver, giving it to you, hoping that, you know, you would be really interested in it. But the moment you cracked open the rules book, uh, yeah, you were pretty much uh, not going to do that. Yeah, I was super excited at first. I was like, I want to do this. I want to do D&D. Let's do it. <laughs> and, and I was kind of really gung-ho. And then I got it. And uh, I opened the box that is Pandelver with all the new player stuff, all the new DM stuff. And it was just so intimidating. I mean, yeah, like, you know, when you had asked me originally, I think when I was like... Phew, 12 15 i had seen people had played fourth edition but it was always talked about just being horrible and not fun and just a waste of time so i never really got into it i knew of it never did so i thought hey you know if i could maybe get my wife into something this nerdy perhaps you know we could have some fun and you know she was already playing video games what's next tabletop rpgs <laughs> right it it was it was super easy to get into it and uh, i for one i know you've done it but i have n had never played D D before that ever yeah i i mean and i you know and i knew that and there's a lot to come out and that's why i mean at the time we had just recently lost our jobs and had to restart from scratch so we were really kind of looking for something to kind of hold on to for us and i just remember kind of seeing the defeat look of realizing just how much goes into D and D and not really being able to do like what they do on critical role. But I, you know, I, I snuck in on my breaks at my job. I would read the instruction manuals and learn the rules. And I sneakily bought the dungeon master's guide and you never knew, uh, you know, now obviously. <laughs> yeah. But and, I, and can I point out, I didn't know this until about maybe an hour ago when he happened to <laughs> finally share this little tidbit of information. You got to keep your secrets. I mean, not only as a DM, but as a husband. But uh -huh. I worked with a couple of people who had a couple of my fellow employees had seen me reading the Dungeon Master's Guide and, and offered to join. And that was literally how we started was a couple of night cooks at a Marie Callender's and my wife meeting at three in the morning to play all day or all morning and all night that sounds like the beginning of a very bad joke <laughs> i mean it, it kind of is but I, 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 the one thing we always wanted to maintain and the one thing i always knew from D, &D was consistency and meeting every time so we always try to meet every other week and for five years still to this day we have a consistent schedule where we meet because we made it such a big part of our lives and we yeah. hope there are other people that that love this game 
and love the connections you can make, especially with your significant other. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And uh, don't get us wrong. Our schedules have had to change. The the times and the, the dates that we do host at D&D have had to change uh, in all this time that we've been doing it. Not everyone can meet at, at the same times as, as, you know, all the years that go by. Things change. Life happens. I mean, not only that, but we, just like everyone, and you know we have the stories, we've gone through many a table adjustment of various reasons and, you know, little little spoilers, some legal, some crazier than we ever could have thought happened for such a little table that we were. But now we sit now, five years later, a six-player strong team that meets every three weeks consistently for eight hours a day, and we never looked back. Yeah, it, I think it was one of the best decisions we ever made. I would have to say so. Uh, as a married couple, as nerdy people. <laughs> There's something about, you know, being able to meet and do something consistently with your significant other, your spouse, your, hell, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, that you can connect with. And that's not necessarily you're, have, like, you're not holding each other's hand. You're experiencing an adventure. Hell, your characters could theoretically be antagonists to each other and have some fun kind of picking at the little things to each other mid-game that you can do. Now, we don't necessarily have that connection, unfortunately, being your DM and well, all. Uh, sometimes, in a way we do. Sometimes, sometimes. We do recently have gotten a actual couple on the table, which is quite fun to mess around with. It's a DM. Super fun. And put them in uncomfortable situations. <laughs> uh, but we'll get more into that much later. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, let's talk about some of the stuff that we're going to talk about, right? Like, yeah. What are we trying to tell people? I mean, obviously, the biggest thing we like to talk about is the fact that you can do D&D anywhere and with anything. Yes. And so our big thing is that we, as much as we'd love to own a home, we've always lived in an apartment and, and been apartment cruisers. And and it's a little tough sometimes, especially when you're a dungeon master and a player, to organize, have all these supplies and stuff that a lot of people think you have to have. So we feel like that's a way we can kind of share that experience and some of the tips that we've had of condensing and, and storing everything from a one-bedroom, tiny one-bath bedroom to what or bathroom to now that we have a two-bedroom, two-bath with a little bit extra space. Yeah. Uh, but, it, you know... It takes time, and I feel like from our experiences and also what we can share with others and what they can share with us, we can just increase that community even more and, you know, connect apartments around the world. Yeah, I do think it's important to point out that we are dinks. Uh, we do not have children. We, uh, you know... It's not something that, that that we've that we've had that we've had in our heads, and so we're just we're really lucky to be able to have an extra bedroom now. Uh, but it wasn't always that way. We we started off in a very very small one bedroom one bath apartment, uh, which is better than some people start off with. Oh yeah, and and like we'll we'll show. And if you ever go to D and D wife stories, I mean there are plenty of articles that my wife has written that talk about and show or how we used to just have like a little card table that we kind of sat around or a coffee table on the floor. So it, it really is more about coming together than the location or what you're using. You can use anything from pieces of scratch paper, coins to mm-hmm. yeah, hundred dollar minis and all these other craziness. But it's really more about coming together for a unified thing. And that's what we're trying to bring with the segments that we have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's important uh, to note, I think, that the, uh, not only do we run the table uh, out of our apartment, but I also do 
most if not all of the miniature painting for the table here in our apartment and I did it before as well when we were in the smaller much more cramped oh, yeah. apartment a uh, yeah so but but you can do it and it is feasible even though it does maybe seem like a daunting thing to to get past I'm sure you got plenty of tips oh yeah we're gonna be yeah. sharing that later and I mean for me too it's I bring a lot of extra in the fact that yeah I'm a DM but I'm also a professional cook uh, I've run quite a few restaurants and you'll see as we have many articles talking of the different recipes that we use and we try to make them a spin not just you know we have one that one of our players had not liked and if you've ever seen the cookbook halfling chili <laughs> i recommend it uh but if you have halflings in your party they tend to take offense to it so just a little. but it's delicious i swear it's delicious and so, the book promises that no halflings were harmed in the making of the chili there you so go. i think we're okay and so we've come up with a lot of food options that you can provide not only in your ta- on your table, but in your game as well. Uh, there's nothing more fun than handing some delicious treats to your players, uh, only for them to open an envelope that says it was given to them by the antagonist that they've been Ooh, yes. chasing down. I had to convince these people that, no, in real life, I would not poison my players. <laughs> we don't RP that hard. Uh, no, but they definitely were second-guessing picking up the apple slices. They hesitated. Just a, a little, little bit. What, it, it, you know, it is funny, but I, I don't go that far for my RP. <laughs> not quite. We're also going to be talking about our brand new homebrew world oh, of yeah. Extraeus. Oh, yeah, brand uh, new. We created it completely from scratch. Uh, we drew the map completely from scratch old school too we did all the rolling we had a friend of ours and also who eventually became our new player uh Mm -hmm. she joined us to help kind of sketch out the parameters of this large what was seven foot long scroll was the final dimensions of the scroll yeah i think it was seven by five we have and we have plenty (laughs) of photos to show of this craziness maybe not seven by five maybe like five by three i'm We'll have to find out. That'll be something we'll have to we'll look measure. at. <laughs> Fortunately, we keep that 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 map pretty hidden as it is the only really document it's of the master race. map. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm hoping one day to get it kind of made into something much larger, but mm-hmm. we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, I mean, our plan behind Extraeus was, you know, we always wanted to bring our D and D games to the world, but with laws and copyright and you know rights and it was always tough because D&D itself owns so much you can't even talk about it. And yeah. that kind of is a shame. Or or you start spinning words that everyone really knows what we're talking about, yeah. but we can't really talk about it. Mm-hmm. So we came up with a solution. Make our own world. Yeah, We had talked about it for years, and my wife has always been planning these different worlds. And what not better than making a fantasy traveling RPG? Yeah, I just really like world building. Like, like I said, I, I'm a writer, so I like exploring new worlds in my head, uh, as strange as that might sound. Uh, so the idea of building and creating a world that we could play in, that we could live in, uh, is just was just the most amazing thing to me as a writer, uh, as a storyteller. It, it was just so exciting. Oh, yeah. And, and for me, it was, that's I, I don't know, it's always kind of that claim to fame for, for DMs is, you know, do you have your own universe? Like, did you make a world that you can say no one else thought of, no one else really came? Now, obviously, you're going to make nods and mentions. And in Extraeus, we have a lot. And some will be very subtle as their nods to our previous campaigns and some of the consequences that the players had inadvertently caused at the conclusion of our three-year-long running campaign. Yeah. Uh, 
just as just as a brief, it ended in a wish spell, which yep. always, most of the time, doesn't end the way the players are hoping to. Yeah, I know that that's a that's a that's a podcast of another day for sure. Yes, <laughs> um, but really, you know, I wanted to have that kind of control as well as not only that, but I wanted to make something with you. Yeah. I wanted to have that connection of a world that we could create together and that I could help run and build and that you could actually live in that world. Oh, yeah. It was so cool to be able to just jump right in. Right. Like, I'm not a writer. I'm more of an orator. I, you know, I'm public speaking for 15, 20, you know, 15 years. Yeah. Uh, you know, always known to be a very good impromptu speaker, which has always been my key. But mm. writing was never my strength. So when it came to becoming a dungeon master and creating a world through voice and through a group, I, I never looked back. And we've now been building Extraeus for, what, about a year now? Yeah, it's coming coming up close to a year in February. And in my insight, we created a different kind of aspect, too, as this world is so new in that my players, as well as D&D Wife here, are actually creating the world um, as they go. The players themselves had to create their own hometowns because yep. that was their hometown. Mm-hmm. They had to describe what they were made as. Yeah, and then we had to find out where they were located in the world. Now, obviously, having my wife here be a part of that was going to be very difficult. And, you know, she was always worried about metagaming, that dastardly thing. Yeah, that was a that was a tough thing to, to kind of get over as a player, I mean, as I, your wife. I think we also came through with a pretty good compromise and I think a pretty unique setup for a character if you want to kind of give a little sneak peek to your... <laughs> current character your well, traveler of extraneous I, I went the really easy route amnesia's the best for for when you don't want to do a lot of hard work to start <laughs> with uh so i just left it all up to my dm of course uh, i don't know anything but about you, this world but as you know that's not always the best idea as no. <laughs> you've been getting these bursts of memories and recollections that i have kind of made it a personal agenda to put you through the emotional kind of spin cycle Oh, yeah, they've been head-splittingly fun. <laughs> Everything from mundane to horror-inducing cringe, I know. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's <laughs> been, I mean, geez, we, we have only been playing for a year, but there's so much that has already gone on that we've experienced in which this is, world. Which is why we also have a, the other one of the other segments we have, which will be called Lore Drop, will be specifically just talking about Extraeus itself, how we made it, the species, the cultures, the cities that were made not only by myself, but my players as well. Uh, We also have plans in the future, hopefully with all, hopefully you future listeners, uh, to allow for you guys out there to also help build parts of Extraeus. Help me build towns, NPCs, and other things so that you can hear about these and how my players interact with them in certain chaotic ways. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have some uh, contests or something to see if someone would like to have their NPC or maybe a town named after them. Uh, it would it would just be really cool to be able to include some of the viewers, some of the readers in on this. So essentially... What we have then, and just to give a a little obviously notes, we'll also be talking about the adventures in Extraeus itself. Looking at my ragtag group of travelers, as I've called them, since, as my wife can contest here, they have yet to name themselves, even though they're level four. Yeah, it's tough, you know. Some of the good names have already been taken by a lot of the online players, and so it's kind of tough to come up with something unique. Uh, we've had a few different, uh, you know, things thrown out there, little names thrown out there, but none of them, I don't know. They don't it's, feel right yet. It, it's a tough one. Um, 
we've had some hit or misses for our other ones, and we'll probably reveal those later on. And if anyone is curious to know the previous <laughs> campaign team names, yeah. Um, but I think this is going well with our travelers so far. Um, obviously, we've kind of hinted a little bit of D and D wife's uh, character. Are you willing to at least drop the name of your character? My well. Oh, and the accent? I was... <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I'm a British person in this one. Um, I don't know if that's a very good accent. I, I hope so. Oh, we love I'm it. I'm so sorry. If not, British people, I apologize to the entire uh, island, I guess. Or <laughs> country. It's good. Um, uh, sure. Um, but uh, I guess my name, my character's name is Luna. Um, that's her found name because she does not remember anything, including her actual name. Um, but that's that's how she was found. Uh, she was very pale, has very dark hair, and uh, you know the people who found her thought she looked like a little bit like the moon, so they called her Luna. And the special thing is, is you are playing a high elf, which is going to be much different in Extraeus. Now all the species are very much different. Yes, we made some major changes to the species in our world. While they are similar to some of the ones you already know, uh, they have very different origins, very different places that they're going. Uh, so they're not exactly what you would expect. And I mean, if you're interested to even check a little sneak peek, go to dndwifestories.com. Welcome to Extraeus. Uh, there's a brief little kind of summary of some of the sneak peeks that will come in future podcasts yep yep uh we list a bunch of the different species names uh that we created so you can always go check that out there and then not only that but we're also using a lot of special classes as well we won't reveal as my veteran players were allowed to select from some unique interesting types of cho of uh homebrew character classes that i had found for them and um, though many of the other players don't even know what each character's class currently is, it's leading to some interesting, uh, debacles as to no one really knowing what everyone's capable of because this homebrew world is so new. Oh yeah. It's super fun. Uh, like, like you said, a lot of the veterans, uh, I think there's three of us, uh, yeah. we have unique classes that the others don't know about that, that we have no clue about. Uh, and then we have uh, some of our younger, more new players that that are, you know, they're they're just doing kind of like the basic, trying to get started and just find their way. Oh yeah, and I mean they since session one, I mean since session zero, yeah, uh, they've definitely hit the ground running, and I think that comes with having a mixed group of veterans and rookies all the same, and just shows you again that community because we all love each other we all want each other to succeed and grow and so when we see new exciting people that want to play this thing that we are so excited of we instantly want to help them every way we can which oh, is why yeah. we want to reach out now to all these people to see whatever we can do yeah you know uh, maybe it isn't the the most uh, amazing world out there but i'd like to see if people think it's a nice place to live and maybe see if they want to put someone there and we're also hoping to give also a little bit of our advice as we go along as uh, we've been together now for 10 happy years and uh, yeah. we don't really see that changing anytime soon. And, really. and we've seen that there are very good uses of, of RPGs and, and tabletop to help you connect and, and build a stronger relationship. 
And there's oh, also yeah. ways that it can cause problems. Uh, but you, you figure it out. And through our experiences and hearing all of your experiences, we learn just like we our characters grow in levels. We grow in levels. We learn Absolutely. to become better husband class and wife class. Yeah, and, listening one and up partner level. class, right? <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. uh, and so we just see it as this is that life is that whole thing. It's, it's a game we play both at the table and off the table. Yeah, I, I think it's really helped us just communicate better. Uh, you know, do more... Do more coupley things. Be oh, be yeah. be more in tune. Because it's something you can always do together. And uh, I mean, I love adventuring with you. I do too. It, you know, it's fun. Yeah. Even though you're the DM and I mean, <laughs> know everything. And we're starting this, you know, this podcast. And I'm hoping that not only with connecting with everyone else, it's another way that you and I can do something together and have some fun and share our stories. And so it's not just us talking alone in our apartment all day. Yeah. Because that's not weird. <laughs> no, not weird at all. Not weird no, at all. Not at all. Um, but we'd like to thank you all so much for joining us uh, on our very first episode. It's really crazy to, to even think about that, but we're, we're so grateful. We're learning. Trust that. We're, yeah. we're, we're giving our shot. But we just like when we first started in D and D, we were rookies. We had pieces of paper and drawings and markers, and we just all hung out. Yeah. But that didn't change how much fun. And just even now today, we have just as much fun as we did our first day. Mm-hmm. It's all and about so enhancing your fun. Right. And so we're hoping if we can get this started, we can connect with others. Yeah, it's going to be a rough start to begin with. But mm-hmm. it's about who you're doing that rough start with. Yeah. And the people you play with, your partner, everything matters in terms of yeah. the connection and the family you create. Yeah, everyone along the way oh, who yeah. helps you, supports you. And, you know, we've really created a family with this table. I think it would be really fun to hear what other people have to say about their own tables. Exactly, which is why we encourage people to, uh, we are going to have a Discord up here pretty soon so that we can have people come together, connect, ask us questions. Uh, but we do have some social medias coming out, so please keep an eye out for those. Uh, dndwifestories.com, that is the central place for everything. My yes. wife has spent years setting it up. Please read her old stuff as well. <laughs> the archive materials will give you a little snippet as to kind of the craziness we've been through yeah if you want to read all about campaign one and a little bit about campaign two some of our one shots it's all in there so you can just kind of read it over and catch up a little bit if you want and for those who are just not always want to listen because i know we are very physical visual people in the ttrpg community don't forget to look out for comic cave uh it's going to be kind of our off podcast segment that will feature art from one of our players yes uh at nth link that is e-n-t-l-y-n-k on x formerly known as twitter and also on instagram check out some of her stuff it is so cool the way that she draws these these D characters and before she joined us she had never once drawn a portrait anything fantasy nothing and she just took to it like a fish to water it was so wonderful we set her up with like multiple commissions already so she's already facing that dreaded uh artist Oh, yeah. I mean, as soon as we told our players (laughs) that she was available as an artist, they jumped on that. So be sure to also check out our social medias because most of that art will be displayed there first. Yes, we will. As well as exclusively first on our Discord, as well as this podcast itself. Absolutely. So, yeah, so there's so many uh, awesome future segments to look forward to. Not just Comic Cave, the lore drop stuff, the apartment craft uh, materials. All of these things that I mean, we're going to be talking about. The campaign itself could be probably 50 podcasts alone. Oh, we could talk about it all day. Uh, I think, what do what we already add? Over 100 hours of con- of uh, basically session of play time? time? yes. Oh, yeah. And we only have just begun. They're level four, folks. That That's it so far. Yeah, we're doing a really slow kind of up 
uptick in, in levels here. We're trying to make it as if, you know, as if you're really living in oh, the yeah. world. And we'll, and we'll go into more, uh, hopefully, on my kind of DM style and kind of give little little tips that hopefully some other DMs might like to steal from me and use in their own games, because that's what we all do. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The running joke we have is always, Simpsons did it. Yep, everybody's already done it. But we hope that we put a unique enough twist on it that it, it'll just, you know, be something different. Because we really are just a couple of nerds. Yep. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you joining us on our first episode. Oh, yeah. And that concludes today's journey through the realm of Couple of Nerds. We hope you had a blast exploring the intricate world of Extraeus. Don't miss out on the visual extravaganza over at our YouTube page at Couple of Nerds Podcast. It's where the magic comes to life with exclusive video segments, art previews, and a peek behind the curtain. Dive deeper into our adventures by visiting dndwifestories.com, your haven for all our podcast transcripts and a treasure trove of content dedicated to the captivating universe of Extraeus. Your unwavering support is our greatest treasure. Take a moment to weave your thoughts into a review and hit that subscribe button for an enchanting journey with Couple of Nerds. Join us beyond the podcast in the Extraeus Project Discord. Connect with us, the creators, and even the travelers themselves. Witness the magic unfold in live drawing streams, game alongside us, and step into our digital tavern, the Bard's Haven. Share your stories and characters with fellow adventurers. Visit dndwifestories.com for the link to join our vibrant community. Stay tuned for more tales, more laughs, and more insight into the world of tabletop gaming. Until then, may your dice be kind, your campaigns epic, and your adventures legendary.